This is The Rich and Andrew Show. Hello, Andrew. What's new? I bought a non-hooded sweatshirt, hooded sweatshirt. I uh-huh. think. I- <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what about Richard? I'm a homely redheaded with a long beard. <laughs> Richard, are you all right? Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Welcome to this week's edition of the Rich and Andrew Show, minus Andrew. Uh, it's just going to be me. And it might just be me for a little while. I'm not really sure when uh, Andrew was going to be able to come back. But instead of doing a podcast only once a month, uh, I thought that I would just come on here, kind of tell you guys what's going on, you know, give you some news stories and stuff just so that we get something out every week. And who knows, it might be a couple times a week I might do this. I don't really have a lot going on. And if I feel like I want to come on here and you know, talk to you guys. Uh, that's what I'll do. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, hopefully Andrew will be able to come back soon. Um, it's kind of up to him to tell you why he's not, if he wants to, if not, then we'll just move on from there. That's all. Uh, so I hope everyone out there is doing okay. Um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, there's a couple things that were going on with me and we'll talk about that. Uh, one's a pretty big thing going on with me. And it's very frustrating. Uh, We'll talk about that a little bit. And I might get a phone call from somebody about this situation. And if it is, I'm going to play it right here on the podcast. I'll put them on speakerphone so you guys can hear all of the bullshit that I'm going through. It's just fuck. It's insane. Um, So I'll get into that in a minute. And then uh, there is a actress that is playing the new Snow White. Uh, She's we'll go over that, too. Uh, just a miserable human being. Uh, she's getting a lot of backlash on social media about the comments that she's making about the original Snow White. So we'll talk about that. And I have a couple of news stories. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to go, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, if it's only a half hour, at least there's something out there and, you know, we'll go from there. So uh, first, uh, I finally figured out that I think I uh, I like to torture myself. <laughs> I went back to... I went back to Walmart. I had to pick up a, uh, pick up a couple things. I picked up some... Uh, I'm on the carnivore diet like I explained in the last episode. And uh, it's a boring, bland diet. You can't eat hardly anything. Uh, and uh, I ran out of a hamburger. I don't like getting hamburger from the grocery store, but ordering it from Good Ranchers uh, takes... I don't know, five, six days from when you order it, and I was out of hamburger, so I just figured, even though I don't like it, I just run over to Walmart and pick up some uh, ground beef from there. And the reason that I like to go to Walmart is because they have the self-checkout, because uh, otherwise I would just run to a local grocery store, but uh, I don't like to wait in the lines. So I just went to Walmart, and everything was going fine. It wasn't really busy. Uh, I grabbed my ground beef that I wanted and I went up to the self-checkout scanned my stuff put my debit card in and it wouldn't work so I canceled the order rescanned it and it wouldn't work again uh so I didn't want to press for help but 
you know, I'm already there. What am I supposed to do about it? So I uh, pressed for help and the lady came over, you know, and asked what was going on. So I told her, I said, hey, I put my debit card in here and it's it's not it's not working. So she cleared everything out and told me to do it again and it wouldn't work. Uh, so she told me to come over by the register that she was at and she would just ring it up. So I went over there, she rang it up and my debit card wouldn't work. And she asked me, what kind of card do you have? And I said, it's a Chase debit card. And she said, oh yeah, we're having a lot of issues with that debit card. She goes, everybody that has a Chase debit card or credit card, it won't work. And I looked at her first off I'm thinking this is a multi-billion dollar company how the hell do you have Chase Bank that does not work and is anybody even working on it trying to fix it uh, you obviously know that there's a problem with it but no one's doing anything to fix it like how is this not fixed within like an hour I don't I don't understand that so I looked at her and I go well what do we do now and she was like, well, just leave it here and I'll put it back. And I go, but I came here to buy this. And she just looked at me and, you know, kind of like, kind of like I was the weird one that I don't want the food that I came here to get. Uh, she said, well, do you have any other kind of, you know, anything else to pay with, with another, you know, MasterCard or something? I'm like, no, I don't. I, you know, this is, this is it. And she said, do you have any cash on you? And I'm like, no, I don't have any cash on me and. She was like, well, I really don't know what to say. She goes, it's just not working. So, yeah, I, I have to leave my phone on. If you guys hear it go off, I have to leave it on in case uh, somebody calls me, which we'll get into later. But, uh, yeah, so anyways. Uh, so I just kind of looked at her. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? I'm like, you know, I'm here to get food. So I left, Got in the car, couldn't believe what just happened, and I'm thinking, well, now where do I go? So I went to Jewel. Uh, I like to buy, I like to buy the pre-made uh, hamburger. The you know the pre-made hamburgers, they're shaped in the patties. I like to buy them that way. I don't really like to fuck around with making my own patties and stuff like that. I'd rather just buy the pre-made ones. The only ones that Jewel had were, I don't know about. Uh, Wahlberg, Wahlberger, Wahlbergers, the Wahlberg brothers gave a restaurant. I don't know what the fuck. And they had some uh, pre-made hamburgers for them. But it was like four for like $15 or something. It was fucking insane. And, you know, I'm not, of course, I'm not buying those. So I had to buy this big thing of ground beef, you know, and I had to make all the patties myself or whatever. So it was just a pain in the ass. And I don't know. It's just, I, I think I just like to torture myself because I keep going back to Walmart, which I should have just gone to the local grocery store. I know they have this stuff and just deal with the lines. So I don't have to, I probably would have been better. I wouldn't have wasted as much gas or anything. But, you know, anyway, that's my problem. Uh, so. All right, let's get into what has been the major, major thing that has been going on with me. And this has been going on for, man, it has to be almost a month now. Uh, I applied for a job at a hospital. Uh, didn't think that I was going to get it. I just figured, you know, let's just try. It sounded like a good job, you know, and I thought, you know, let's just go ahead and try So. I applied for it, and the very next day they called me and said that they wanted to 
you know, hire me and, you know, I got to go through the drug test and the background check and everything, which, you know, of course, it's going to be fine. Uh, then he told me, okay, he goes, once you do that, he goes, bring all of your, uh, you have to come here to HR to get fingerprinted and uh, also bring uh, proof of uh, vaccination for COVID-19 and for the flu. And right then, I should have just known I just tell him that you're not going to take the job. Uh, but I told him, I said, well, I'm not vaccinated for either one of those. And I won't get vaccinated for either one of those. I said, so if that's a deal breaker with you guys, I said, we could just stop right now. And he told me, well, we do offer waivers for the vaccines. He goes, it's rare that we let that go through. He goes, but you can, you know, you can, uh, you know, you're going to interview with your supervisor. And if he decides that he wants to hire you, then we'll deal with the waivers and things like that. And, you know, we'll go from there. So I said, fine. Um, you know, maybe should have known better, but I figured, oh, you know, maybe they'll, you know, maybe, maybe this will work okay. So I go on the interview with the supervisor. It went really good. You know, I seemed to you know, we seemed to have a really good conversation and everything. So, uh, I left that. And then the next day, uh, the HR guy calls me again and says that they would like to offer me the position, sent me a shitload of forms that I had to fill out and all this other stuff that I had to do. Uh, it was, it was a lot, like way, way more than I thought that I was going to have to do. But, you know, I figured, you know, that's fine. Just go ahead and do it. So I went and got the drug test, went and, uh, I had to do this safety thing that you have to go do like how to it was so dumb like how to properly wash your hands I had to go to a place in the hospital and you know they would watch you you had to read this page and then it told you how to properly wash your hands and the guy watched you wash your hands and then they did you know like the blood pressure and all that other kind of stuff like that too so I did all that and uh the once I did all that and I passed, I'll do your eye test and things like that. So once I passed all that, I had to uh, turn all that stuff into the HR guy that I was talking with. So I turned all that in and he asked me, did you get the waivers signed by your doctor? And I said, no, you've never sent them to me yet. So he sent them to me. I called my doctor's office and they said, well, the doctor normally doesn't fill out waivers like that, but she'll take a look at them and she'll let you know what she decides. So I drive over to the doctor's office and I drop them off and um, I wait a couple days, didn't hear anything. So I called back, oh, the doctor's not in, she'll be in tomorrow, blah, 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 this other stuff. So the doctor's, the doctor's nurse calls me back the next day and says, uh, she, it seems like she's going to sign the COVID-19 vaccine waiver, but she wants to know why you won't get the flu shot. And I told her, because I'm not getting any vaccines. I'm not getting them. Uh, for two reasons. One, uh, I tend to have allergic reactions to a lot of medications. And she knows that. She's got my records. And the other reason is, I just don't, after this whole Look, this is just my opinion. After this whole COVID-19 vaccine thing, I don't fucking trust uh, the medical institutions anymore about vaccines and shit. I just don't trust them. And I'm not taking any of that shit. 
And I told her that. I said, I don't trust them to take them, and I'm not taking them. I said, on top of it, because I'm so allergic to things, I worry that I'm going to have an allergic reaction to it, which I've had an allergic reaction to some things that my doctors even said, oh, my God, I can't believe that you had an allergic reaction to that because I've prescribed this to many patients and there's never been an issue, uh, although there is with me. So that's another reason I don't want to take it. So the nurse was giving me a hard time. She goes, well, have you ever gotten the flu shot before? And I said, no. And she goes, well, how do you know you'll be allergic to it then? And I go, I don't know I'll be allergic to it, but I'm not taking it because there's a high possibility that I could be. I said, and I don't trust the vaccines. Uh, and I know that I'm talking to the wrong people when I'm talking to a hospital and nurses about, you know, not having trust in vaccines and stuff. I mean, this is the shit that they live for. Uh, but I'm not I'm not going to be quiet about how I feel about something. And if this causes you guys not to hire me, then so be it. So. So she asked, starts asking me, well, are you allergic to eggs? And I'm like, what? What the fuck? Why? What does that have to do with anything? And I said, no. I said, why? What does that have to do with anything? And she said, well, I guess from what she said is that people that are allergic to eggs have a tendency to be allergic to the COVID vaccine or not the COVID, the flu vaccine, I guess. I don't know. I've never heard that before. But again, I'm not a doctor or a nurse. So what the hell do I know? So she said, all right, well, let me talk to the doctor and I'll get back to you. She goes, you're probably going to have to make an appointment uh, to come in. And I said, why? I said, she's either going to sign it or she's not going to sign it. And she was like, well, she wants you to come in. Like, yeah, because you want the fucking co-payment and you want the money from the insurance. Like, I know, I know what's going on. But if this gets me the job, fine, I'll come in. So I made an appointment. Uh my orientation for the job is supposed to be on the 28th. I couldn't get in to see the doctor until the 2nd. So it's a few days after my orientation starts. Well, I'm supposed to have all of this done before orientation starts. So I called HR and told him, he goes, don't worry about it. Just keep working on it. You know, just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, we'll, we'll bypass that if you're, if you're in talks with your doctor about getting this done. So I figured, all right, fine. You know, we'll just, we'll just keep going with this. Then, and like an hour later, the nurse calls me and says, uh, the doctor looked over the forms and it says that you have to go to a, um, now I'm going to forget the name of it, um, another, another doctor that, you know, deals with like, uh, um, God damn it, I can't think of the name of it now, uh, that, that deals with al an, an allergist, that's what it is, an allergist, you have to go see him. And I said, why? And they said, because you have an allergic reaction, they have to do a test for you to see what you'll be allergic to. So you have to go see an allergist. And I told her, I said, I know this is not your problem. I said, but if the allergist comes back and tells me that I won't be allergic to the COVID vaccine or the flu vaccine, I'm still not getting them. And she goes, well, that's something you have to deal with with him, not with us. So now she won't sign any of the waivers. So now I'm all the way back to, you know, now today is the 21st and I'm supposed to start, start my orientation in a week. And I haven't even called the allergist yet. This was last week that this happened. Fuck it. I'm just probably just not going to get the job then because if, the, if I go, now I'm going to have to make a co-payment to the allergist. 
go get these tests and you know the insurance isn't going to cover everything so it's going to be out of my pocket and then after all that the allergist is going to come back and say well you're not allergic to it so i'm not signing these waivers and then i'm not going to get the job and then i'm going to be out hundreds of dollars to go get a fucking allergist test that i know that whether they're going to say i'm allergic to it or not i'm not taking it so i didn't even go so i called hr this morning and told him I needed to talk to him, and I haven't heard back from him yet. So that's why I was saying if I get a phone call from him, you know, while I'm recording this, I'll play it so you guys can hear all the bullshit that they're going through. It's 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 insane. I don't, I, you know, it doesn't, look, I, the COVID vaccine does not stop you from getting COVID or giving it to anybody else. So I don't understand why they're mandating it. And then the dumb part was, they said, well, you only have to get the first two. You don't have to get any of the boosters. So does that make any sense to anybody? I, I just don't get it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I told, the, I told the guy, the HR guy, I don't care if you were going to pay me $100 an hour. I'm not taking either of those vaccines. I told him, I said, I would rather live in my car than take those vaccines to get a job. I'm not doing it. I, I have no trust in them at all. None. With all that shit about the myocarditis and the blood clots and everything that have come out, you, they can go fuck themselves. I'm not doing it. I don't care. Uh, so that's kind of the stuff that uh, that I've been dealing with for a while. This has been going on for so long. There's been so many things that I've had to that I've had to fill out and you know go here, go there, do this, do that. It's just insane. And then I had to because I because I have a beard. You can't wear a regular mask if you have to go into a, a room that there's a patient in. You can't have a mask on if you have facial long facial hair because it won't cover it or whatever. Some bullshit. So I had to go to the hospital. I want to tell you guys about this too. I had to go to the hospital to get fitted for a uh, uh, like a shielder helmet or something whatever it is i i'll tell you guys about it but i don't really remember what it's called but uh, i had to schedule an appointment to go get this thing so in case i had to go into a room that there was a covid patient and i had to wear this thing and i'll describe this to you but i have to describe what happened to me to get down to this room to get this thing fitted on me uh i had an appointment scheduled for 9 a.m so I get there at like 8.45. I go up to the front desk of the hospital, the main entrance, and I tell them what I'm there for. And there's like three or four people there. They all looked at each other, and they're like, oh, I don't know where that is. And I said, well, she told me it's lower level at the nurse's something or whatever. I don't remember now, but I told them this is where I have to go. It's on the lower level. And they said that one of you guys are going to have to go down there with me to to buzz me through because... I don't have my ID card yet, so I can't get into that area. That's for employees only. I said, so one of you guys will have to take me down there. And they all just kind of looked at each other. Like they had no clue where to go or anything. Nothing. And then the one other lady said, oh, well, they're having it in the lower level of the conference area. That's where they're doing the fittings. And I told her, no, she told me it was the lower level and the nurse's area and she was like well the last time I heard they were doing it in the conference area so she takes me all the way to the other side of the hospital 
down to the lower level to the conference area and there's no one there. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. It's just completely fucking empty. There's no one there. And I'm walking around. I keep pulling out my phone looking at it and it's getting like, you know, it's getting later. I only showed up 15 minutes early and this fucking lady walked me all the way over. So then we walk all the way back to the front entrance, the main entrance. And she tells me, well, do you have a phone number for the, for the area that you're going to? And I said, yes. So I gave it to her. They didn't answer. She left a message and she said, just go have a seat over there. And I looked at her and I go, well, it's 9.55 it's, or it's 8.55 and my appointment's at 9 o'clock. I said, can't you just bring me down there? And she was like, well, I don't know where to go. And I said, I just told you where I'm supposed to go. And she was like, well, just sit tight. We'll wait for their phone call. So I just, I went over there and sat down and now, now it's 9 o'clock. Now it's 9.05. And I went up to her and I said, you know, I said, my appointment was five minutes ago. I don't like being late for appointments. Uh, so she said, well, let's let's go walk over to this other desk area. Uh, there's a lady over there that will know exactly where this is, which why didn't we go there from the beginning? So anyway, we walk all the way down to the area, the other side of the hospital where we just were. We passed this lady. We walk all the way back over there and ask her. And she says, yeah, it's on the lower level in the nurses, whatever. And I'm like, of course, I know I just fucking said that. So the the older lady that was walking me around said, okay, well, uh, where's it at? And she was like, oh, it's in this area. And she was like, I don't know where that area is. So the lady that was at the desk looked kind of frustrated. And she was like, I'll just take him there. So we start walking and we finally get down there and it's 915 920 something like that so we walk in there and she we got into the area that we were supposed to be at but she didn't know exactly where I was supposed to go so she walks into this office area and says let let me check and see where you're supposed to go and that was the right area so they left me there and I looked at the lady and she was like are you Richard and I said yeah and she said okay and I said look I was here at 845 and it was, you know, it was 920 now. I said, I was here at 845. I said, but they were running me down to the conference area and then had me come back here and sit down for 10 minutes. And she rolled around and she goes, they know where you're supposed to go. I said, I know yeah, I told them I don't know what the hell's going on. So, so we walk into this room and she pulls out this, uh, it's a helmet. Uh, it looked like a bike helmet. Uh, it had like lights inside of it and everything. And she starts going over this thing with me. Uh, there's a there's a fan in there that blows down onto your forehead. So there's this bike helmet that you have to put on. And then there's this like little plastic thing. Uh, it's like a little... Uh, um, it's almost like a plastic uh, mask or whatever that's attached to the helmet. And basically what, once you put the helmet on... You have to bring that plastic under your beard so that your beard is all like in there and everything. And then there's this plastic shield that fits over it. Um, it wasn't really uncomfortable. I just know that you, I probably look like an idiot wearing it. And then you have this little battery pack that you clip onto your belt or your waist or whatever. So that the fan, so that the helmet could be powered or whatever. So I had to fit that and everything. And she explained... 
she went through this stuff so fast. Like, you know, oh, this light's for this, and this is this, and, and this will it'll collect 99% or blah, 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 germs and everything. She's going so fast. And I'm just thinking, okay, well, I'm never going to remember any of this shit, but whatever. I was kind of paying attention, but there's no way I'm going to retain all that information with how fast she's going through it. So I just figured, I just fucking nod your head and we'll get through this and I I get to leave then. So then at the end of all that, after she fitted it and told me everything about it, she hands me this paper and she was like, all right, go ahead and take this test and we'll, you know, and then we'll go from there. And I'm like, a test? I'm like, holy shit, you just gave me, you gave me so much information in such a short period of time and now you want me, to, it was a three-page test about everything that she told me about. And I'm looking at this thing like, okay, well, what happens if I fail this? Because I think I'm going to fail it. There's no way I'm going to retain all that all that information. There's just not any way possible. Uh, so I, I took the test. I guessed probably 75% of it. And I think I got three wrong on the whole thing. So it wasn't as bad as I thought. But, uh, you know, it's still insane to have, think anybody's going to retain all that information, whatever. So... So, I've gone through all of this stuff, all this running around, doing all these tests, doing this fitting, doing this and that, drug tests and fingerprinting and all this. I got a picture for my uh, employee badge and now it turns out that I probably won't even get the damn job now after all that because of this stupid uh, COVID-19 vaccine and the flu vaccine because I won't take them. So now... Uh, I have to wait for this guy from HR to call me back and figure out what we're going to do now. I mean, I literally have one week to figure out if they're going to let me have this job or not because uh, orientation starts on the 28th and I don't know what's going on. I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think that they're going to waive this. Uh, if I can't get a waiver signed, I don't think they're going to give me the job. And if they give me the job, but they tell me that I have to wear that fucking helmet the whole time I'm in the hospital, now nah, they can go fuck themselves. I'm not doing that. There's no way I'm wearing that thing for eight hours a day. And now that, uh, I guess, uh, I just read right before I came on here to record that, uh, New York hospitals are, they got the mask mandates back and they're putting up these glass partitions in between, uh, chairs and the waiting rooms and emergency rooms. So I guess that they're trying to ramp up this COVID scare again or whatever so i'm not i'm not fucking doing that i'm not i'm not fucking doing it so you know we'll just have to figure out something from there i don't know what to do it's probably not a good idea that i work at a hospital anyway because i don't like fucking people telling me i i mean i don't mind having people tell me what to do because of course when you're not the boss you get told what to do but when it comes to this covid shit like, it's more about, in my opinion, it's more about fear than it is about anything else. And I'm not going to be forced to wear a fucking mask eight hours a day. I'm not, not fucking doing it. I know Katie was like, well, I have to do it every day. Well, that's you. That's not me. I'm not fucking doing it. I can't fucking breathe in those things. I don't know how anybody else feels, but uh, when I had to wear a mask, I only wore a mask at the beginning of the COVID shit. Then when I finally realized what was going on, I just stopped fucking wearing one. But man, I couldn't breathe in it. And those fucking loops that go around your ears, my ears were hurting so bad. Well, why don't you cry about it? I just fucking stopped wearing it. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. 
I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll update you guys when I find out what's going on. Like, maybe I'll make another episode where I just come on and tell you exactly what happened. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I almost, almost guarantee that I'm not going to get it. Uh, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, I'd rather fucking go do something else than have to wear that stupid ass fucking special education helmet for fucking eight hours a day with that shield and fuck that i'm not doing that that's it that's where i am right now i don't have anything else to say about uh this hospital job or nothing i'm pretty much caught you guys up to everything that's going on it's to me it's insane i don't know how you guys feel about it but this is all fucking insane it's just crazy for something that had a 99.7% survival rate, it's fucking insane. And I'm not falling for it. And I'm not going to fucking kneel to any of these guys' bullshit. I'm just not going to do it. I don't care. Now that I got that out, uh, let's move on to uh, one of the most miserable people that I have ever heard. Uh, there's They're making... Disney is just so... Uh, they have no they have no more ideas for anything. So, you know, they've been making they've been making live versions of their movies for a long time. They're all garbage. Go watch the original ones. You don't need to see the live versions. The original ones are way better. Uh they're making a new uh live version of Snow White. And I guess what had happened at the beginning was they showed a picture a uh, pre-production picture of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and people that were not dwarves, by the way, or whatever you want to call them, little people or whatever the hell you want to call them. They were complaining that they were using actual, you know, little people for the dwarves, which what else are you going to use? Well, they complained so much that Disney, uh, you know, sided with the mob and took them out. And I don't know exactly what they're doing now, but they had a more recent picture, and it looks like fucking trash. It looks like garbage. It's just terrible. Well, the one playing Snow White is this 22-year-old uh, Rachel Zegler. Uh, she's a miserable human being. She's a feminist, and she's been... Uh, before the strike, you know, I don't know if anybody knows, but the writer's strike is going on. And then the actors join the writer's strike. So nobody can go out and do any press for any movies or TV shows because that would go against the strike. So so what people are doing is before the strike happened, this Rachel Zegler was going around doing press. I don't know. It couldn't have been for Snow White. Maybe it was for something else. But she was talking about Snow White. And somebody put a bunch of clips together. And she's just absolutely getting destroyed on social media and... You know, I don't know, these people, if they want their movie to do well, they should just learn to keep their mouth shut, especially these feminists. They are the most fucking miserable people that I've ever heard. And to listen to this woman talk about this movie, I don't know how she's thinking that anyone is going to want to see this movie with how she's talking about it. So uh, we're going to play, these are like uh, three or four clips of her and uh, um, I can't, oh, Gal Gadot. Uh, the one that played Wonder Woman. I guess she's in the movie too with her. So uh, there's going to be a little thing where you're going to hear this Rachel Zegler, but then you're going to hear another woman come in. That's uh, Gal Gadot. Um, I think she plays the uh, uh, the evil witch or whatever. I'm not really sure what she plays, but I would imagine that's what she does. So let's go ahead and listen to what uh, she has to say uh, and listen to this miserable human being. 
The original cartoon came out in 1937, and very evidently so. <laughs> um, there's a big focus on her love story um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Weird. Super weird. So we didn't do that this time. Cast a guy in the movie, right. Andrew Burnap, great dude. All of Andrew's scenes could get cut. Who knows? It's Hollywood, baby. I was scared of the original cartoon. I think I watched it once, and then I never picked it up again. <laughs> like, I'm being so serious. I watched it once, and then I went on the ride in Disney World, which was called Snow White Scary Adventures. Doesn't sound like something a little kid would like. Was terrified of it. Never revisited Snow White again. So I watched it for the first time in probably 16, 17 years when I was doing this film. It's no longer 1937. And we absolutely wrote a Snow White that she's is- not gonna be yeah, saved by the prince. She's not gonna be saved by the prince and she's not gonna be dreaming about true love. She's dreaming about becoming the leader she knows she can be. And the leader that her late father told her that she could be if she was fearless, fair, brave, and true. The reality is that the cartoon was made 85 years ago. It's extremely dated when it comes to the ideas of women being in roles of power. and what a woman is fit for in the world. And so when we came to reimagining the actual role, of Snow White has to learn a lot of lessons about coming into her own power before she can come into power over a kingdom. She's not gonna be saved by the prince and she's the proactive one and she's the one who set the terms is what makes it so relevant to where we are today. A bullshit, a bullshit, a bullshit, a bullshit. Yeah, because that's what people want to see is uh, when you go see Snow White is what's relevant today. Uh, I got news for all these people, especially this miserable 22-year-old feminist. Uh, when all is said and done, the original Snow White movie will still be relevant and yours will be not remembered by anybody. Uh, you are a miserable human being. Uh, if you hate the original movie, why are you even doing this? I hate when they try to make, I hate when they try to do remakes. They're like, oh, well, we're going to modernize it. I'm like, no, that's, that's dumb. Just make a different movie then. I, it's just, person is just, the, shut the fuck up. And she's getting absolutely trashed on social media. I just trashed by everybody. That movie is not going to make... Disney Disney's stuff is so bad that they actually took movies and TV shows that didn't do well. They're taking them off Disney+. Plus. They're not even letting anybody watch them anymore. They did the... Uh, I don't know if anybody knows about that movie from the 80s called Willow. Uh, it's a fantasy movie. Uh, Ron Howard directed it. It's actually a really good movie. Uh, it doesn't hold up as well as I remember it, but uh, I have the Blu-ray... Uh, I bought the Blu-ray when it came out and, you know, was really excited because I remember watching it a lot when I was younger. Uh, it didn't hold up that great, but it still wasn't a bad movie. It was fine. Uh, they made a TV show about it and they had the original guy from Willow play in this new Disney Plus TV show. Uh, I was actually kind of excited about watching it until I saw the trailer. And uh, it's basically the story about these a uh, bunch of girls and I guess there was a gay couple in there and like they were doing all this fucking shit that nobody cared about it got so so many there was so little views on that that they took it off of Disney plus that's how bad it was and they fucking keep going on this dumbasses going on there ripping on it and everything it's just it's insane and this is gonna be same thing's gonna happen with this movie too it might do well in the first week or so 
Um, but after that, no one, no one's going to remember this movie. Everyone's going to remember the original one. And there's nothing wrong with the movie from the 1930s. I'd rather go back to those values from the 1930s than what we got now. That's just my opinion, but we don't really have many values nowadays, I don't think. Especially with this miserable bitch right here. Okay, let's get on to something, <laughs> something else. I don't want to go on too big of a rant or anything, so. All right, I have a couple of news stories here, so we'll get into those. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, doctors flabbergasted after finding octopus in patient's throat. <laughs> Doctors were flabbergasted after discovering that a Singapore man's throat discomfort was caused by an eight-legged mollusk that had been stuck in his gullet. I hate when they try to make it funny. The unnamed patient had reportedly first realized something was array. <coughs> array? Array. Is that how you say it? No. After he started vomiting following a meal that included the... Cephalopod? I I don't know. Uh, the diner also had trouble swallowing, prompting him to pay a visit to the Tan Tok Seng Hospital. Uh, doctors conducted a CT scan, which revealed a super dense mass in the man's esophagus. A subsequent uh, esophagastroenoscopy, I think that's how you say that. There's a lot of big words in this article. Uh, a gastrointestinal examination involving a small flexible tube showed a tentacle octopus lodged two inches from the esophagus stomach border like something out of Ridley Scott's Alien. Uh, after initial attempts to push or extract the interloper were unsuccessful, medics navigated the endoscope past the octopus into the stomach and retroflexed it. Then they used forceps to grasp the critter's head and remove it from the patient. Thankfully, the patient recovered well following surgery and was discharged after two days. Apparently, food obstructions are among the most common problems encountered at the hospital per the facility's physicians who say items will pass spontaneously in 80 to 90% of cases. Uh, meanwhile, endoscopic intervention is necessary in 10 to 12% of cases while 1% of them require surgery. Uh, the push de technique is the primary method recommended with high success rates. However, applying excessive force can cause esophageal perforation. Unfortunately, this is far from the first time a uh, cephalopod has gone down the wrong pipe. In 2016, a two-year-old boy in Wichita, Kansas had to be hospitalized after getting an octopus lodged in his throat during an apparent sushi session gone awry. Meanwhile, approximately six people die a year from eating. Oh my God, what the fuck is this? It's S A N N A K J I. Sanaki? The live octopus disc that's a delicacy in South Korea. Yeah, I don't think it'd be a good idea to eat anything that's live. That's considered a delicacy. See, that that's the main reason why, right there, I could never leave this country. Because live octopus is a dish in South Korea that's considered a delicacy. I would starve to death. I don't much go for ethnic food. I would. I wouldn't be able to eat anything. I could barely eat anything here. Most of the stuff in this country I find disgusting. 
You think I'd be able to go to another country? There's no way. Uh, fatalities are generally caused when the suckers adhere to the sides of the diner's throat, causing the victim to asphyxiate. This risk is heightened when the tentacles are cut longer or the critter is eaten whole, generally as part of a, I'm not even going to, something-inspired stunt. Yeah, so that's disgusting. Uh, live octopus. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? You think that that thing's not going to panic when it goes down your throat? It's going to try to get out or something? That doesn't really make much sense to me, but. Okay, let's get on to the next one. A bone-chilling mass graveyard containing headless skeletons and anti-vampire items has been unearthed in northern Poland amid road construction. Workers in the Kashubian village of Luzino stumbled upon the burial ground while widening the street by an 18th century church. Many of the 450 bodies appeared to be appeared to have been exhumed or reburied with experts believing superstitious family members dug up their loved ones and decapitated them to end the vampire curse. Several of the deceased had a skull between their legs and a coin in their mouth, a sign of the anti-vampire rituals common in the 19th century. We discovered examples of belief in the dead returning from the grave, which could only be stopped by decapitation. Uh, the leading excavator said. It was believed that if a member of the deceased family was dying shortly after the funeral, he or she could be a vampire. Therefore, the burial, after burial, the grave was dug up and deceased's head was cut off, which was then placed in the lakes. Uh, he told the Post that 20 to 30% of the recent discovered bodies had bricks next to their head arms and legs a coin was placed in each mouth with one dating back to 1846 the coin apparently sealed in the person's soul and gave them currency to travel to the afterlife we also discovered an example of a woman after capitation the skull of a child was laid on her bosom first news reports the church was built at the beginning of the 18th century and expanded after 1945 at some point, its old graves were liquidated and large quantities of bones were deposited as ossuaries. Uh, he noted his team discovered loose bones in three ossuaries. A Lozino Community Facebook page noted in March that construction was underway by the church, which renovations expected to last into September. Just last year, researchers in Payne, Poland reported discovering the remains of a female vampire who had been buried with a sickle across her neck and a padlock on the big toe of her foot to prevent her from returning from the dead, which we talked about on a previous episode, I remember. That's pretty much it. Again, I don't know uh, when Andrew's coming back. Uh, I kind of you know, left it up to him when he decides he wants to come back. There's some things going on. Uh, so I don't know when he's going to feel like coming back. But I figured what I could do is I could come on here and, you know, talk about some things that's going on or what's happening in my life. You know, read off a couple of news stories or whatever and, you know, just kind of go from there just to put something out there. Uh, this one one podcast a month thing is just not, you know, that's not what I want to do. And I don't think it's what Andrew wants to do either. But, you know, sometimes life just gets in the way. Uh, for me, it had been for a while but um i'm hoping to get back to 
you know, doing this regularly. I, I do miss it. So, um, you know, if it's not, if Andrew's not able to, I'll still come on here and, you know, do what I can. Uh, hopefully you guys, you know, find this entertaining. I know it's more fun with Andrew, but, um, you know, at least I'm putting something out there. So, uh, I just, uh, thank you for listening and supporting us. We really appreciate it. I hope everybody has a good and safe week out there. Uh, until next time. Bye.